What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 86. I am your host, Riley, joined by For the Winds, Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up, Riley? Hey, man. Man, I am excited for this week of golf. I was just getting geeked up looking through some stuff. It's got a different feel to it this week, doesn't it? There's a lot yeah, of this- cool things about this match play tournament. I can't wait to talk about it. Match play is my favorite kind of golf. Uh, just because anybody can beat anybody. And I really like that. I've said this, like every year I watch, like one of my favorite sporting events to watch and so random is the men's and women's NCAA finals uh, Mm -hmm. for golf because when they go to that team match play, yeah, I don't know who any of the players are, but you put on match play with something online. I'm like, I'm in, I can watch this. Like you, I've, I've told friends, like if they put like a match play channel on TV and just had like random people playing with like handicap stuff on the line, like, I'd tune in every day and be like, oh, all right. So how are these guys? Okay, I'm in. 12th hole. It's uh, three uh, three up. I'm, I'd watch it all the time. I would watch like Bill and John from down the street play match play. Yeah, Doesn't matter. Bill's a 12. John's a 16. He's getting four strokes, uh, three on the back. And you're like, okay, what's what are they playing for? They're playing for uh, Bill has to play John's cable bill this month. Well, I'll watch that. Let's go. Right. Yeah, he's, got, <laughs> he's down three, but he's got four pops coming up. That's, a, that's the best kind of golf. I love but it. when the men's and women's golf tournament ends, the NCAA's end, I'm like, man, that was such a fun. I didn't know who any of these people were, but like watching it down the stretch, I get so into it. And now I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, that's why the Ryder Cup is always the best. And the last couple of like President's Cups have started to grow on yeah. me a little bit. I've never been like a President's Cup guy, but the one at Liberty National was awesome with like Kiz and Phil was great. And then the comeback in Australia was fantastic. Fantastic. So, yeah, I, I mean, it gets shit on a lot, the President's Cup, but I'll watch it all the time. I don't care. Of course. Why not? Yeah, so this week is the match play down in Austin. Um, yeah, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year just because it's different. Um, mm-hmm. I've never been, like, the Zurich to me is, like, a little strange because uh, I like team golf, but I like team golf when it's match play, not team golf when it's also, you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. Like technically it's still stroke play or whatever. It's so yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, I love I love match play. So we got that. And then Sam Burns won the Valspar again, which yes. not really a surprise. He had it going at the players, had a crappy Sunday, and then he was returning crappy to a place Monday. that he won the year before Monday. Yeah, so me. I followed that final group on Monday, and uh Sam Burns was like shot like a 76 or something he was the guy in the group where you're like when they're walking by with the with the scores and you're like wow he's only minus five like what happened to him today like, he couldn't do anything right calls his coach on monday night and says hey can you come help me probably only went to the valspar because he was the defending champ like you got to think he would have the only reason why right so he goes there makes the most out of it gets his third win in 12 months and now he's taking the next couple weeks off to, to prep for the for the for the masters so pretty productive week for him yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's, I was looking at the list of, um, I forget who put it out. I think Justin Ray tweeted about it first or somebody. It's one of those stats guys on Twitter put out like the three time winners over the past 12 months. They're kind of like random. I mean, Sam Burns is a g- legitimate great player on the PGA tour, but it was Burns, yeah. Cam Smith. Um, oh, who the hell is the other one? It's like Billy Horschel, one of them. Yeah. It's like, just weird. I got to look it up now before I'm wrong. And Sam Burns has won Valspar twice. He won what the Sanderson or he won one of the uh, fall events, but he's had yeah. of, before he won last year, he had a second place finish at the Genesis. Uh, yeah. He was winning the Genesis most of that week. And then again, mm-hmm. he struggled on Sunday. So he, he hasn't had like a, 
I mean, you never want to shit on a guy that's won three times in 12 months, but like he hasn't had like a re like a big win. Right. But yeah, he's, he's one of those young guys who's fighting for, to, to push someone off the Ryder cup team. Right. So Correct. He's going to, and gonna, president's cup this year. Yeah. So I would, like, I would love to see him. Obviously he's probably gonna make the president's cup and he should, but I would love to see him get in that team play to see what, it, see what, what kind of player he's like in those situations. Cause oh, I guess it's not, I love so when he hit that winning putt on Sunday on that second playoff hole, it was like a 30-footer. I loved how he celebrated. Like, he went nuts, right? I texted a picture to my friend. Like, if Dustin Johnson had won that, it was just a picture of Dustin just kind of waving. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, both guns, but he's like, ah! I was like, that's what we want as an American golfer. Like, that's, yeah. get him on the team. Hell yeah. Uh, so the list of uh, winners, most wins in the past 12 months, is just not the, as random as I thought. It's Hideki, Patrick Cantlay, Cam Smith, and Sam Burns. Wow, who whoever thought those guys would have such success? Yeah, I know it's weird. You're trying to tell me Patrick Cantley had a good year? What? I know the FedEx Cup champ. He just has so much money now. Yeah, I think about that every once in a while. Like Rory's won two of those things. You know how much money that is? Uh, it's unreal. It's insane. We're like, oh man, I can't believe Cam Smith just won three point six million dollars for winning a golf tournament. You win like fifteen for winning at Eastlake. And you only, yeah. to, you only have to beat like 10 guys. But imagine Cam Smith last Wednesday when that direct deposit goes through. Oh, my God. Checking that bank account Wednesday morning must be uh, just the greatest feeling of all time. What it must feel like to never have to worry about. That's the ultimate. He could like, be done. He could. That's that's it. I mean, he's uh, had millions in the bank before that. But like, that's just he's done now. Yeah. There's not a lot to this uh, Valspar, but there there. There is one thing that I loved that happened on the first day. Our boy Victor Hovland is becoming the king of content. What did you, you see? What he did on Thursday? He hit a t- he hit an approach shot on like the par five eleventh with a with a three wood. Oh, and almost took out right. DJ's face. Almost hit. So Dustin Johnson in the video turns around. He's like, like when anyone ever yells four, you know, you put your arm on your head like that's going to do anything. Yeah. You kind of like, kind of like duck around like, oh, I hope, I hope I'm avoiding that. <laughs> what's your what's your go-to um four move like when you hear four are you do you like look for it are you a look guy or are you just okay. i go both hands over the head and i and i go like oh please please don't hit me please please <laughs> i do the same move but i i like i like become a boulder like knee, yeah. chest to knees on the ground <laughs> make myself as small as possible that's my go-to move I, it's weird when I play with as, as a single with strangers because they, they have to see me at my weakest where I'm yelling, please don't hit me. Correct. I, I just shake it off. And I'm like, it just makes for an awkward it. day. They can't look at you seriously the rest of the day. <laughs> Were you like, just this guy just pleaded to a golf ball. Please don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get scared. I don't want to get hurt. I don't, and I, I don't want to get on our guy, Victor, because he is our guy. Um, his uh, short game is getting to a point where it's not quite at Will's Alatoris is like putting make me feel awkward. Every time he misses a green, I think he's going to make bogey every single yeah. time. It's very it's bad. Very it's bad. Related. But he's got that smile like that. Like, oh, I missed. It. I'm going to shove this one. Like, he'll just like correct. Kill you. Correct. I, I like I was watching his round on Thursday and I'm like, I can't believe I bet Victor Hovland to win. He can't win with that short game, but he has four times in the last like nine starts or something. He's been pretty it just good. shows how much better he is in every other facet of his game, aside from short game. But yeah, yeah I he's know. become the content king. Like he uh, lifted what's his name up after that par three, after that hole in one. 
he almost hit DJ with a ball. Like you know, up Bryson's Kevin been the, Kevin Bryson's Stewart. been the content guy, but he's been out, and like Victor's like the nice, fun, funny guy we can watch now. Correct. Picking up Kevin Streelman after an ace in celebration is very funny to me. <laughs> it's the most random, <laughs> random name on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Very like, funny. Streelman did the fake high five. And yeah. I just love how Hovland's first reaction was, oh, you mother, and he just picks him up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Victor. Uh, shout out Davis Riley and um, what's his face? Neesmith. They played yeah. great. Davis Riley rebound. I mean, if you don't, if you just take your medicine on that par five and just pitch out, you win that golf tournament. The arrows that NBC did to show like it's incredible. It was incredible. The shot, the shot chart or whatever they got. I yeah. forget what they call it. He it went left. He's like, I'm going to go more left to play it out this thing. Then his caddy's like, watch how, how far left I can go right now. Watch how far fucking left I can go right now. And then he, uh, then he hits it to the tree. Like he, he chunks it. Like I was like, man, that was exactly what I would have done there. <laughs> Gets stuck to like the tree. He has to take a drop. Then he punches it through and it hits the apron like what always happens to us and fucking yeah. shoots over the green. I'm like, been there before, buddy. And then he's got to chip through rough and he chips it through the green. I'm like, been there before too, buddy. Enjoy your eight. This is where you're going to eight town here. Yeah, that was a very relatable eight. It was everything we do. Try oh. a shot Try a shot, lefty because you're up behind a tree. <laughs> yeah. And then finally get up there and have it skirt. Like, did it, where did it bounce? Like, oh, just skirt off the apron. Like, God damn this apron. Th- that that has to be the most frustrating bounce in golf is like you hit a great chip. You're like, man, I hit that really good. That might be really good. And it hits that fucking half cut yeah. of grass and just goes bye bye. And it always happens when you can't see it because you walk up dumb, dumb pound. You're like, what happened? Like hit, your body's like I hit the collar, hit the, yeah. hit the collar. Sorry. And you're like, ah, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I do have to say, actually, watching watching the Valspar this weekend, uh, I I like that golf course more than I thought I did. It's a great golf course. It's it's way different than a lot of golf courses in Florida. In Florida, yeah, yeah. It j- it looks like you picked it up out of, um, like it's got a lot of like North Carolina vibes to me. Yeah, I want to go bit. play it. Not as much as like all the sand that North Carolina has, just tree lined pine straw water in certain places. Like the Honda, mm-hmm. what seventeen holes have water. Like yeah. that to me is Florida golf, just water all over the place. Honda was like exhausting to watch. Yeah, it's gross. It's like, oh man, there's another water hazard right there. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was the perfect amount of water came in. I think I think it's four holes. Um, but uh, yeah, I like the golf course a lot more than I thought I did. Yeah, it was, it was a good golf course. Great ending. Um, I was impressed by how Riley fought back from that to force it. Like that birdie on 17 was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Sam Burns. His drive down 18 was gross, too, in regulation. Yeah. The fairway oh, where he hit drivers this wide. What about JT's drive on 18 where he had to like, he put it in that bunker and he, all he could do was chop out? Like, God, that's such a punishing bunker. Like, that's, that's such a perfect spot for a bunker for those guys. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And, and in person, I've been there a couple of times, that 18th fairway looks as tight as it does. In God, person. yeah, I was saying that. On the yeah. tee, it just looks like Jesus. There's nowhere to put it. And it looks... It lo- oh, borderline looks worse in person because all you good see is trees. The rough at least wasn't punishable. Like it still punished you. Like you had a good shot site, but you could you could hit. It wasn't like Bay Hill where it's like if you get in, you're just chopping out. I think it's. I think the rough was perfect because it yeah. makes the it makes the lies dodgy enough where it could jump. It could come out flat. You could get a really thick lie, or you could get lucky that it's kind of patchy and could just be able to hit kind of a stock shot. I think that is. 
the perfect rough for a PGA tour event. Like Bay Hill was just it's a stupid. lot. Yeah. It was, it was like six inches high. You just physically can't hit out of it. I think that's a little too penalizing, but yeah, I thought it was really good. Good golf. Great golf. Uh, JT. I, I officially, well, I bet on Roy to win the masters. I don't know. Six months ago. Uh, I, I, I bet on JT to win the masters. I hope JT wears those joggers every day at the masters. How did, did you like the joggers? Looks Are you fantastic. a jogger guy? It looks fan. Yeah. I'm, I have a long torso and like a short leg. So I look terrible in any pants, but he looked great. He looked great in those. Every time they showed him, and they're all black with the joggers. I'm like, you look great, JT. And I and I hate to be like this guy that certain people can't wear certain stuff. I do think joggers is one of the golf things that only like certain people can wear. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like if your ma- if your personality doesn't match like your the cool thing you're going for with an outfit. Yeah. Like are you, if Brian Harmon showed up to a golf course wearing joggers, that would be very strange. What about Shane Lowry showed up wearing joggers? See, I think that's so weird that it's funny and cool. Okay. I think you got to be in like really good shape to wear joggers. Yeah. You just got to look, you just got to look really good and they got to fit you right. Like Eric Van Royen wears joggers, but they go up to like his shin. So they look like Capri's. Those look terrible. But JT had him all the way down to his ankle and he looked good. Like the modern day Gary player outfit is what he looked like. All black. Yes. Yeah. He looked great. Yeah. Shout out JT. But yeah, I bet on him to win the Masters. I texted my buddy that he was going to win. He just looks in. If his putter cooperates, yeah. it's just game over. He has He's just hitting every shot in the bag. It's gross. Very entertaining to watch. That has to be the best golf to watch. When somebody's shaping it both ways, high, low, executing mm-hmm. any shot they want to. Love that. Yeah, he's going to have everything firing for the Masters, it feels like. Yeah, hopefully the putter just cooperates a little bit. Um, what else news wise? What am I blank? Oh, Phil's not going to be at the speaking of the masters. No, Phil. That was the most predictable thing of all time. I do have to say this tweet was going around everywhere. I'm sure everybody knows about it by now, but I forget the official account, but they screenshotted a picture of the page on the masters web that site that says, um, past champions, not playing. And a certain name was missing from that list. Did you see this? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is not on that list as of right now. Um, we are only two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to take of that. I I have no idea. I don't take of that. <laughs> I don't. I just don't know. So. I know what to take of that. We know what to take of that. We've seen this. We know yeah, what's we, happening. I we saw said it a month stairs. ago. I saw him climb the stairs. He's playing, baby. How incredible would that be? And he's going to win it. Phil Mickelson's going to be at home with his family watching Tiger Woods lift another goddamn trophy in the air. I'm looking. I'm going about to go to Tipico right now and see what Tiger is to win the Masters. I know Max. Max sent out a funny tweet like a week ago. Um, he was looking at the odd sheet and he goes, "I can't believe Tiger has better odds to win the Masters than I do." <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think Phil Mickelson does all day now? Um, he doesn't post anything on social. He's got to be really bored. Yeah, you know, you he, he you think he's going to like his home course and playing golf. He's got to be. He's got to be gambling with guys there. Like he loves attention, and he's not allowed to get any now. And like the PGA Tour is not in charge of the of the Masters. Augusta National is, so they were the ones that had to say, "You're not coming, Phil." Yeah, there's probably a couple reasons. Augustus could have said no. 
the PGA Tour could have suspended him and just not announced anything, or he just didn't want to get obliterated by media when he showed up. Yeah, but whenever he shows up, he's going to get obliterated. I oh, wonder if 100%. the Masters didn't want that, didn't want that circus like hanging cloud over the tournament. Or if the yeah, or if the PGA Tour talked to the Masters and was like, let's 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 keep this guy out, please. I feel like if it's going to come down to the PGA Championship in May, I don't know if we're going to see Phil Mickelson again this year. I just have no idea. I really I don't. I, I really don't know. It's wild. And, like, would he come back to? I don't. I can't even think about a small event in between the Masters and the PGA Championship. What's like a small event in that window? He's going to come back to Harbor Town. Is uh, is RBC Heritage in that window? Oh, is after like, the Masters, yeah. So is that is that like the perfect opportunity to be like go just go to a small tournament? Yeah, not national media is there. Like you still get grilled when you show up to the PGA by everybody that wasn't at the smaller event. But or I don't know how the, the hell he's going to handle that. He should go to a Champions Tour event. He goes to like an opposite field. He plays in uh, what's the opposite <laughs> field for them <laughs> this <Yeah>. week? <laughs> Goes to like Corrales. He's a late ad at Corrales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is he even allowed to play in those? Do you think? Can like a regular oh, tour guy play in an opposite field event? No. <laughs> you know, it's what an amazing thing. Like he's not playing in the Masters. Like you, as a winner, I mean, you get to come back and play every year, and it's a privilege and an honor. And like he loves, he loves Augusta. He feels yeah, like every Augusta. time he goes there, he has a chance to win the win a major. After winning the PGA last year, you know he knows he can if he can pull off four good days in a row, he can still win. It's got to be killing him to not go to the to the Masters. And you know what? You did it to yourself, Lefty. You did yeah. it to yourself. Yeah, you really just have no one else to blame, but nobody, himself. nobody. Uh, I'm looking for more news. Uh, Nelly Cord is out for the foreseeable future, which is a big old bummer yeah, for man. the LPGA tour. That sucks. Um, she's not playing the JTBC classic in California this week, which is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's it. I know a couple, like an hour ago or so, the USGA announced that Oakland Hills is going to be hosting majors and yeah. you know how the USGA, um, schedules majors like 150 years in advance. Yeah. Uh, like 72 US open. Will be yeah. There. I think they're hosting the, 2039 u.s open and the 20 tickets now the, folks or the 2051 u.s open like that's oh, man. why are you scheduling yeah, stuff 30 years in advance yeah i can't i was on expedia trying to put by plane tickets to the 2050 hopefully i'm still alive if we're being serious peace oh you might you might be dead could be dead by then yeah i don't want to cast a shadow on this podcast but you might be dead by the time they go there well, Good talking to you today, Riley. Thanks for having me on. That's tough. Uh, That's just tough. Hang up and listen. Thank you. That's just tough. Uh, do you want to get into the? You want to get into a little match play? God damn, do I? Okay, cool. By the way, uh, can we start off by saying there's one person missing from this, and it's kind of bullshit that he's not there, Riley. And I want you to answer to this. Why is your boy Rory McIlroy not in attendance this week in Austin, Texas? Uh, he's, he's switched up his schedule this year. He's doing, he's, uh, he's playing Valero the week before. Playing Valero instead of the match play? Mm -hmm. Loser. Yep. What a loser. He's got a weird, he, I don't even know if he's gotten out of group stage in Austin. I know he's won this event before in 20, 
I want to say he won in 2015, yes. yeah, but that was at um, Is that in San Diego. Uh, that was at TBC Harden Park. Oh, it used to be at Harding Park. He won over Jason Day. Oh, I think. yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but since it moved to Austin, he hasn't really had much success here. I don't think so. I know he did make it out of play because I remember I think it was maybe 2018. Remember um, he played Tiger. And it went to, I think Tiger won one up or something. It was a great match. I think that was 2018. Yeah, I, think. I don't think I remember that. How do I not remember that? Yeah, it was sweet. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. He's playing the Valero next week. He hasn't, I don't think he's played there since 2013. He usually takes the week off before the Masters and then plays the Masters, but he's going back to back this year. So hopefully that it is, works. T- it is tough scheduling between like Bay Hill players. I mean, Valspar people took off, but there are, there are still some guys that have played Bay Hill players. Valspar and now this mm-hmm. you got to take a week off before the masters. So correct. You're like what you got to take one. You either go do the WGC or you do Valero. Yeah. So but it hasn't worked since he's doing the match. I would so think too, if you're a top player, like you would want this like change up of a week, you know? Yeah. Like, you can go blow up on a few holes and still win your match. You can, true. you know, that is true. Uh, the, the big, the big guys here, that big douchebag. Which I'm not excited to see him back on my television this week, but DeChambeau. I'm excited to see what kind of game Bryson DeChambeau has. You think he'll do the whole show up, hit a couple tee shots, complain about the wrist and uh, WD, so he gets the WGC money for showing up? I could see that. Or like he's definitely gonna hit a bad shot. Like, oh, he posted. I saw. I forget. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. He posted like last night, like finally hitting driver again, pushing for the Masters. It's like, dude, you have a match tomorrow. What are you talking about? Finally hitting. Like, are you playing or are you not playing? He's playing, but he's doing the old victim. Like, he's you know. Finally hit the driver. You know, so if I don't do well tomorrow, you'll know. I do. I've been hitting the ball a lot. But there's a lot of matches. I was looking through the groups today that I can't wait to watch. There's some bets that I like to brought play. Up, you, brought, you brought up Rory, and this is very funny. I remember this time last year, his game was terrible. He, he yeah. missed every single cut he played. His game was awful. This is the week that he put it in somebody's pool. Remember mm. that? <laughs> that's, that's right. This, yeah. That's this week. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. For my One life. year I had Sergio in this um, as my pick, and he was in a playoff in his third group, in his third match, like the winner goes on. And he won the playoff of the hole in one on the par three. Yeah, that was last year. He didn't he beat two years um, ago. Yeah, they didn't have it last year. Two years ago. Oh yeah, two years ago. Uh I remember I, I was on edge, like I needed Sergio to get through for me. And a hole like I felt like I hit a hole in one. I was running around the room going crazy. <laughs> Who did he I feel like he beat an old guy? Was it Lee Westwood? Might have been I feel Lee, like I think it was, it was Lee Westwood, yeah. Was it Lee Westwood? I felt like it was somebody weird. Yeah. But like what a uh, what a way to walk off a match. I know, and it's funny because I love doing course history for all these events that we do, so I'm, uh, you know, can bet better. But yeah. this is so weird because the PGA Tour website and like other resources, like if you don't make it out of the top, or if you don't make it out of group play, your finish just looks terrible. So it's yeah, like this thing is such a hard. I mean, every week's a crapshoot in a uh, in a suicide pool, but like this is like the, even more of a crap. Absolute crapshoot because they you could go. You could go two and one and not move not on. make it yeah so like, because your one loss could be the guy you know what i'm saying so. yeah i feel like the play here for my one and duns is to pick someone not a huge name obviously save those guys but pick someone maybe that's coming in hot like mm-hmm. a brian Harmon type player yeah that you're never gonna use again or taylor gooch um, Harmon's played very well here just to give you a little heads up i'm gonna talk about yeah it. no I was, I was looking at his history yeah. he's played well here and his group isn't all that hard with bubba webb and abe i mean it's hard but um 
So I've just been looking around like you don't like my first the first year I was in suicide pools and came along, took a huge name. They're out and first like, OK, don't do that again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can lose a guy really easily. So it's really like Sergio's. I used to pick Poulter a lot because he's great. He loves match play. Um, like I, that's what I try to uh, I'm looking at kind of like a Joaquin Neiman because, mm-hmm. you know, he's young, playing good. And like, I don't know if I would use him in other majors. This could be a place to use him. So I got I somebody I, I, um, I have somebody else in that group. Ooh, Eamon's group, but we can get into it. You want to go over a little bit about the course, all my funky stuff, and then let's just go. We're just going to go for everybody listening. We'll go. We'll do what? A couple best bets first, and then we're just going to go through the whole bracket. We're going to do the whole thing live. Well, live. It's recorded, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. So Rory's not here. Sam Burns isn't here. Cameron Smith's not here. So we're getting some, um, like Mav McNeely made the field. Robert McIntyre right. made the field. We got some weird guys coming in hot. Richard Bland is here. Richard Bland, he's Richard 80. Bland. He's 80 years old. He's here. Uh, yeah. Golf course, Austin Country Club, par 71, 7,108 yards. The golf course is so sick. It's the perfect match play course. Match play. A lot of elevation change. The one 18th part- hole is a perfect match play hole. Perfect match play hole. It's perfect a, match play closing hole. They could not have picked a better golf course to have a match play event at. This is it. This is perfect. Uh, Pete Dye design. Pete Dye. Shout out Pete Dye. Uh, Pete Dye. He's a crazy man. But we love yeah. Pete Dye. Uh, key stats this week. When you're talking about Pete Dye course, iron play is going to be huge. So strokes ain't approach. These uh, greens at ACC are smaller than tour average, and they're kind of tricky. They're undulating, so you got to hit certain spots. So that's all about iron play. And then one of the good things that you got to look at is just putting Bermuda greens. There's a reason why Kevin Kisner is in this event every single year. Cause he can roll it. Mm-hmm. And when you can make just eight footer after eight footer sprinkle in like a 12 footer for par that is demoralizing in match play. So there's right. a reason why Kevin Kisner's in this tournament all the time. You're going to love this course fits. I know you love this segment course fits. Yep. Number one, actual golf courses that we know number one i'm gonna let you guess we already said the course name augusta national (laughs) no no okay no that would have been a great guess could you imagine innisbrook no harbortown is number two uh is number one oh yeah all right uh number two is uh colonial and number three is uh sea island gc trending JT, Ooh. last three starts, solo six, T33, uh, tied for third. Scotty Scheffler, T7, a win, T55. And Matty Fitzpatrick, T9, miscut, T5. But if you go back further than that, I think Fitzy has finished inside the top 10, four out of his last five starts, five of his last six or something ridiculous. Matty Fitz is playing some golf right now. Uh, percent chance to win, John Rahm is at 5.1. JT is at 4.8. And Victor Hovland is at 3.5. You agree with that? Yeah, I don't see. I'm starting. I'm slowly starting to disagree with the John Rom thing. Dude, just I I know he's the number one player in the world, but he doesn't win anything. No, I don't see him getting out of his group. He'll win this week because I just said that. But I mean, he won the he won the U.S. Open almost a year ago. Like that's sick. What you haven't done shit since? Whatever. Shout out John Rom. We love you. I'm just saying you got to win a golf tournament here coming up. Not if we love him, but. That's true. I, I, I don't mind you. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no feelings. He played behind me. He was in a group behind me a couple weeks ago when I was playing. I played you have 18. a personal connection with John Rom. Yeah, I like John Rom. Yep. Uh, betting odds. Shout out Tipico. We love you. 
We love you, Tipico. 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 Uh, John Rahm is the betting favorite at plus 1,300. Uh, JT's at 15. Scotty Scheffler's at 15. Victor Hovland is at 15. Then there's four guys at 2,000. DJ, Patrick Cantlay, Xander, who is actually low-key in the mix at the Valspar a little bit. He's starting to do... He's getting... He's, I mean, he hasn't won in ages. I think, what is it, three years now? Over three years, he hasn't won on the PGA Tour, which is crazy. He's got big-time Roy McIlroy vibes with, like, he finishes in the top 10, but he had never had a chance of winning. Never. Never I never didn't had a shot of winning that golf tournament, but he finished, like, T8. Didn't see no one shot. shots on TV. That's never. He made bogey on 18 on Sunday. That's, yeah. the only, that's the only thing I saw from Xander. He's getting big-time Roy McIlroy vibes. Uh, but Rory's uh, wins golf tournaments sometimes. Uh, Colin Moore, Cow is at 2,000. Paul Casey and Lou Usdazen are at uh, 3,000. Uh, I went over it already, or I think I did. Maybe this was before. I had my first losing uh, week in position plays in 2022 at the Valspar. Yeah. Granted, I did go a little crazy. I filled up the card. I bet on everybody, <laughs> and that kind of backfired on me. So yeah. whatever we were running hot when you're running hot, running like hot. Check, right? I had a lot of names. I thought I was seeing the board clearly. Yeah. And then I got smoked. You're pulling um, up from just inside half court and firing. <laughs> and going, All right. All right, guys. Okay. All it right. was a heat check. It was a heat yeah. check. I got to yeah. get back to the line. <laughs> I got to go get it. Yeah. I got to go get a bucket. I saw like the day of you're like, I'm adding co-crack as a winner. I'm putting this in. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're uh, so, guy throwing stuff around the board, right? Where they go, all right, hold your bench. Like, hold on, co-crack. I was splashing everything. So yeah. uh, we were minus two units on position plays, and then we didn't get an outright. So when you don't get an outright, you're going to be minus units, obviously. That's, you know, yeah. Even the dumb people out there can realize that, hopefully. So on the year, we are uh, up 16.69 nice units on position plays and up 31 and a half units on outright plays. So let's do this. Let's go over two names or two or three names that you like. And then we're just going to get into this bracket and go over the whole thing. Okay. How's that sound? So let's go back and forth. You get a guy, I get a guy, and we'll do it two or three times. And then let's get into the bracket. All right. So this your guy first is man. at plus 230 to win his group. His group number is group number nine. He has such other players as Lee Westwood, Bryson DeChambeau, and Richard Bland in his group. I like Taylor Gooch plus 230 to win group nine. Ooh. Bryson coming back from injury. Don't know what he's got. Westwood's 700 years old. Richard Bland's even older. I love Taylor Gooch here, two plus two, three. It has to be. It was always Gooch. It was always Gooch. I agree. I agree. Um, It is very funny. I'm starting to get to attach to guys that I bet on all the time. Well, you're lonely. Group group 10. That's true. Group 10 (laughs) winner. Group 10 winner. Alex Norn, plus 300. Oh, yeah, he had a good week last week. He had a good week last week, and he he's never won this go- he's never won this tournament, but he likes this place. Sure. Shout out Justin Ray for a couple stats. I'm going to give you a couple stats right now. I only know them because Justin Ray is smarter than me. Thanks, Justin Ray. Shout out Justin Ray. Since 2018, among the players in this field, Norn is second to only Bubba Watson in whole win percentage at the match play, 31.1%. Pretty wow. good. Pretty good. In his career at Austin Country Club, Norn has won or halved 81.4% of the holes he's played, the highest rate among players in the field. So he plays really well here. Okay. Um, he finished T6 at Scottsdale. He's added two finishes of T12 or better since, including his last start in Tampa last week, T12. Uh, the rest of his group is Louis Ustazen, Paul Casey, and Corey Connors. 
Yeah, everyone's everyone's all on Shout Paul out the Casey. Sweet. I don't care about Paul Casey. I hate Paul Casey. I'm not a big Paul Casey guy either, if we're going to be no. completely honest with you. So I don't want to root for Paul Casey in that group. No. Uh, Corey Connors has won me money, but he's also effed me a lot. And then Lou Eustace just lost me money. So F that guy, Alex Warren. Let's get it. Let's go, kid. Yeah. I like uh, Brian Harmon plus 300 to win group 15. Yes. Over Bubba, Webb, and Abe. Webb played first time at the players for like, like three months with injury. Uh, Bubba, I'm, I'm never a big Bubba fan in uh, match play. And Even Abe's though he fine. plays well here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Your stats just that you just read have made me feel like different. But I just remember, <laughs> I just remember being, watching Bubba and Ryder Cups and being like, I'd never want that guy on a Ryder Cup team again. Mm-hmm. Like smiling, like laughing, like that. like I like what he does now, like as a vice captain, and what he does with the the uh, Solheim Cup. Yeah, he's great. But when it comes down to playing matches, I don't like him in a match play situation. Hey. And so Brian Harmon's been playing really well lately. He had a T five last week. Um, he's he got out of the. He's gotten out of the, the first round, out of the round robins twice, two for two. Um, so I kind of like a little grinder like that. Like he's a perfect name for here, for especially one-offs to just kind of, you're not going to use him anywhere else really. Throw him in Correct. there and see what happens. I know. I'm about to, I'm looking up his course history right now. Yeah, he's, he's, played in this, he's played in this event twice. He's got out of, he's made the Sweet 16 twice. Yeah, that's all. You want to get out of that Sweet 16 because then, you know, it is funny. There's always that low seed that just runs through their group. They're like, oh, man, Brian Harmon won again today or whoever. So we'll see. What yeah, I feel like we never got like the big four names in the final four. It's always like, you know, it's, yeah, it's never like younger guy. Like, it's never like JT versus Dustin Johnson on the other side. John Rahm versus uh, whoever. Name another good golfer. Correct. Just any of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Uh, let's see. I already said his name too, but Max. I'm betting on Max this week. Um, I know he's in the same group as DJ. I don't care. DJ DJ's looks like doo doo bum bum. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. Uh, Max Bum-bum. Max played in this event for the first time uh, last year, and I believe, if I remember correctly, he lost in a playoff to make the Sweet 16. Yes, he did. I'm pretty sure. So he was right there, almost made it. The rest of his group, DJ, Matty Wolf, and Mackenzie Hughes, those are two easy dubs. I could beat Matt yep. Wolf of golf right now. Don't care. And Let's then go, Matt, Wolf. Matt Wolf, shout out Matt Wolf. He'll win this yeah. group now. But I don't care about Mackenzie Hughes. I don't care about Matty Wolf. DJ, poo poo bum bum right now. I don't know what to say. She's language. So uh, who knows? Uh, since missing the weekend at Torrey Pines, Max. Four straight top 20 finishes over his last 12 rounds of the players in this field. He ranks fifth in strokes and ball striking, fourth tee to green, sixth in approach. He's just dialed yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Dialed in. I like so that. I like Max. And I like rooting for Max because I like Max. Yeah. So shout out Max. What do you want to do now? You want to, I, I have a bunch of matches that I can't wait to see. All right. I got one more guy. Okay, um, Russell Henley. And I saw this tweet. Uh, his name is Spencer. Aguar. So if you're okay. somehow listening to this, shout out you. Spencer. This was before before last year. I didn't update the stat, but before last year, uh, Henley was 4-6-1 and one lifetime record at the match play, so that's not great. But he never lost a match before 18. Isn't wow. that crazy? So that's he's crazy. just yeah. always in it. Always yeah. in it. That's classic Henley. Classic Henley. 
He's so far on tour, best iron player on tour so far this season. Number one in strokes and approach, ninth in birdie average. So if you want to win matches, you're going to make a lot of birdies. Russell Henley, his finishes so far in 2022, second T14, T33, T33, T13, T13. He's in a group with Joaquin Neiman, Kevin Na, and Maverick McNeely. Yeah, Maverick McNeely came in. Wait, was it Neiman? Nah, yeah. And Mav. That's why I was looking at Neiman, and then I saw Henley's name in there, and I know Henley can get on a heater in these. Again, of he's another one that's like, man, Russell Henley really went through his group like that. Like it's just one of those yes. weird ones. Yeah. I got. That's I my got, last guy. I got one more guy for you. Okay. I got two more, but I'm trying to figure out which one I want to go with. <sighs> Plus two eighty to win Group One. His name is not Cam Young. His name is not Sebastian Munoz. His name is not John Rom. His name, Patrick motherfucking Reed. <laughs> I can't wait for Patrick Reed to play this thing. I hate his guts, but Texas guy. Texas I want guy. him. To, I want to see him. I want to see him face John Rom, and like knowing that that Patrick Reed was basically kicked off the Ryder Cup team last year. I feel like he's coming into this thing. Like he wants to face. Any European he can face, but he also wants to face any American player that was on that team that didn't let him. He's coming in there this week with the worst shirts in the game and the worst attitude of the game, and he's ready to punch people in their face. And I'm going to say, I will watch that. I will gladly watch that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a guy. <laughs> when you just said horrible shirts, I imagine Patrick Reed wearing joggers. And I almost threw up in my mouth. Oh, like, that guy can't wear joggers. Ever, I would love ever. to see the joggers this week. It would be fantastic. No, it wouldn't. God, that would suck. Uh, so you want to, So is that one of your best bets, or are we going to start the? Because that's the first bracket. You want to get yeah, into the bracket? Go. Yeah, let's get in the bracket. Okay. So in that first group, you're taking Reed out of that one. Yes. Okay. Who are you taking? Um, John Rom. God, I mean, yeah, probably. He was the only what? T- he was the only top seed to make it into the Sweet 16 last year. Everybody else lost. Isn't that crazy? I love this tournament. Anybody can yeah. beat anybody. Uh, but yeah, if I'm going to be on it, although Patrick Reed is playing like decent golf, he played okay at the players, uh, I don't match play. He loves match play. He loves, and he does love match play. Loves it. I could have been, pers- I could be persuaded to take Patrick Reed. Cause I mean, like, again, I don't have any feelings toward John Rahm. Like when he uh, went into the, into the Ryder cup, like he had team America behind him. Now he's going into this match play event with just his wife and their, then their Twitter burner account. And use golf facts. He can't wait to shut everybody up. Yeah, they tweeted. Um, they tweeted at no lane up today. It was very funny, or that might have been yesterday. He was like, um, <laughs> he's Solly tweeted out. Uh, Will Sam Burns be like the first like three time tour winner to debut at the Masters, like his rookie debut at the Masters or whatever? And mm-hmm. uh, use golf fast goes. Patrick Reed was a three time tour Jesus. winner when he got to the Masters. Uh, okay, yeah, fuck it. Let's just put Patrick Reed in there. Who cares? Gotcha. All right. Um, gra- group two, Colin Morikawa, Jason Kokrak, Sergio Garcia, Robert McIntyre. Who was the number one seed in that one? Are you serious? Wait, wait I forgot the first name you said. Colin Morikawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, the second ranked player in the world for those who are paid. I love Sergio. You're going to take Sergio? Sergio really likes this event. Loves this event. I mean, he's a legendary match play player of his history in the, in the Ryder Cup. Um, I just love him here. Okay, so we're going to I'm just going to I can't this. wait to see Sergio Marco. That's going to be one of my fun matches to watch. I'm going to just fill this out 
according to so what, according to what you say, and then we're gonna see what it looks like at the end. Okay. So so far we have Patrick Reed and Sergio Garcia, which yes. would be I would pay a high amount of money to watch that match. Oh, that would be fantastic! That would oh be my fantastic. god! All right, <laughs> okay. Um, let's go to Group Sixteen. Um, I have a pick. All this already for sure. Brooks Kepka, Shane Lowry, Harold Varner the third, Eric Brandroyant. Uh Harold Varner the third. You serious? Yeah. That's your winner, Harold Varner the third. Yep. This is an ugly bracket. <laughs> Who's your pick, Brooksy? No, Shane. Oh, yeah. The big man. I could go with that too. I would put Shane in there too. Yeah, his last five uh starts. I don't know if this is just PJ Tour Sparts with Worldwide 12, 13, second, 14th, 24th. Dude's just playing golf right now. So Barton's been playing good golf. And uh I just like I just like that dude. I want to see him like he likes to have fun out there. I want to see him in big time match. And you know, I want to see how he does in match play in big time matches like this. Yeah, I don't think he's played in this before. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. Really. Um no. like what was the last time do you think he played a match against somebody like high school? Yeah, he's never yeah. done it. Yeah, I love Very it. Interesting. All right. Harvon of the third. Okay. Uh, group 15 on the other side. Answer Webb Simpson, Brian Harmon. You already said that. Okay. Uh, group nine, Bryson, Gooch, Westwood, Bland. You said Gooch. Gooch. Okay. And then back over to the other side. Uh, Louis Uzdason, Paul Casey, Corey Connors, Alex Noren. I love Alex Noren now. You talked me into it. Alex Noren. Bang. Uh, group eight, DJ, Max, Maddie, Mackenzie Hughes. I love Max. Max, bang. Actually, a Max Homa Taylor Gooch uh, match in the next oh, round. Oh, yeah. Two best friends. They're like best buddies. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And then we got group seven Xander, Tony Finau, Lucas Herbert, and uh, Kanaya. I don't know his first name. T. Kanaya. Takumi Kanaya. Takumi. Oh, is that was his first name? Yeah, Lucas Herbert. Yeah. I like Finau. <laughs> Big tone. <laughs> Like big down, big down. I think he, he's What's not this? playing the best right now, but I like he's the kind of guy where like with his distance and stuff, like he, he can go super low and he can have a hole where he, he plays like shit and it's just match play. So whatever, like you know. Uh yeah, Tony Fina has missed three cuts in his last five starts. But Xander, I like Xander at the Ryder Cup last year. I think Xander take Tony. You're going tone? Or are you gonna take big tone? Him? I'm going Tony Fina. That's a pick. That's a pick. Okay. Uh, this is this. I will say this group five is the hardest group. I don't know how much you looked at like the bracket, each group individually. Yeah. This is the hardest one by far. It's not even close. This Scotty. The, oh, this is the best group. This is Scotty versus all of Europe. This is, oh, I love this group. This so is much. the hardest. This is the hardest one. I fucking love this group. Scotty. Mm-hmm. Fitzy. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. Ian Poulter. Oh, the three euros coming after Scotty after what he did to Rom at this Ryder Cup. He took down their leader and set the tone on that Sunday at Whistling Straits. Poulter wants him dead. Matty Fitzpatrick just tested me. I'm going to kill Scotty Scheffler. Tommy Fleetwood just called me and said, if you see Scheffler, tell him he's mine on site. These guys want blood. Tommy Fleetwood, uh, I think, made the Elite Eight here last year, and he's playing good golf. Uh, Matty Fitz has like five top tens in his last six starts. He was a 2018 Ryder Cupper, I think. And then Ian Poulter is just the yeah. most and European Poulter, Ryder Cup match play guy you can think of. Fittingly, Poulter gets the first shot at Scheffler tomorrow. They they square off. Oh, the is first. that tomorrow? 
Yeah, that's one of my matches I have on my list. I can't wait to watch. So who are you going to take? Are you going to do the fuck do you think I'm taking in this group? I'm taking the U.S., baby. Scotty Scheffler, 3-0. That's what I figured. I figured we were going to do the American thing. Uh, I was going to bet Fitzy to win this whole thing. And then I don't know if I'm going to do that anymore because of this group. Like, and taking like the America out of it, anyone could win this one. Anyone could win that one. So it's a, oh, oh, that is an absolute toss up of a group. Unbelievable group. By far the best one. That one's going to be unbelievable. And then we go to maybe the worst one Billy Horschel, Thomas Peters, Tom Hoagie, Lee. I forget Lee's first name. So sorry, I forget your name, but who cares? You're not going to win. I'm going Tom Hoagie. Tom Ogie, all right. Yeah, he's okay. been playing great lately. One uh, AT and T. He's been in contention. I love his last name. Makes me hungry every time they say it. Um. Then we got a good group. This is another good one. Uh, JT Kiz, Mark Leishman, Luke List. Oh man, this is another one where I feel like there's some personal. Every Kisner. single season, I take Kisner in this event to make it out of his group. This year, I think he's going to beat List. Him of against Leishman is going to be a great match. And then him versus JT, it's almost like, like I know they're really good buddies, but a, Kisner wants to kill JT. Kisner knows that JT was in that room that basically they picked the Ryder Cup team. That is true. Kisner, it's personal. And Kisner is a scrapping, like you don't want to get into a bar fight with Kevin Kisner. You don't no. want to get into a match play event. Kevin Kisner wants to cut jt's achilles in half both is and never and make sure he never walks again maybe i'm overstating that but i don't know i'm fine with that i think oh i can't wait to see kisner and jt i think they're a third round yeah they're around three that's friday hell yeah so if they're 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 both like everything yeah if that's for to win it to go on i i'm glued to that match yeah um dude the espn plus coverage this week is going to be so sick i'm gonna need like six tvs can't. Match here, match here, main here, match here, match. I'm looking here. more forward to this than this the NCAA basketball. Team. Yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow. Oh God, I love this week. Uh, my brain heart says Kiz. My brain says JT. Yeah, JT's dialed in right now. He's just due for a win eventually. I don't yeah. even. Uh, I got to look at JT's history here. He's only made it to the Sweet 16 once in 2019. Yeah, it's a tough turn. It's a or no, hard. technically that could be this website I use sometimes like forgets that not a lot of tournaments happened in 2020, so that 2019 might actually be 2018. They played I'm not, here. In I'm not going to look it up, but he's only made it once. So yeah, no, they didn't play here in 2020. They didn't play it 2021 either. No, they played last year, didn't they? No. Yeah, because like Billy Horschel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah my bad. They skipped a year. 2020 was canceled. True. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, bud. No, you're not. You're fine. Okay. You're messing with us. So we're going JT there? JT in that group? Yeah, I think the same thing. Like, my heart wants to pick Kisner, but JT's just so locked in that it's tough. Although JT's not putting very well right now, and that's all Kisner does. I just hope to God that they're tied for the lead going into that third match. And it's not like Kisner's playing bad. He was, what, a top five at the players, and then he struggled on... um, He struggled on Saturday at the Valspar. I think he ended up week like T33, but I think he was one over on Saturday. He just played bad one day. Like, I think he was playing better than his finish dictated. Yeah. What are we going to do, JT? I think that's yeah, the first one seed that we've taken. Yeah, there's got to be a one seed that. Advances. Oh, Scotty. Scotty. Sorry. Scott. We took Scotty, but we're going to yeah. take JT. Um, next group down, which this is like, 
you just want to pick Spieth because of the matchup in the next round, but Spieth, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Keegan Bradley. We're not taking Keegan Bradley. No, but what's great is the first match tomorrow out the door is Spieth versus uh, Keegan. What is a, it? What a psychopathic match that is. Between fucking fidgeting, oh talking. God. That round, if these two played together on an empty course, that would take seven. That would well, take they're on an empty match. course, basically, right? That they're the first ones out. So like everyone, they should have put them as the last group out because that thing's going to slow the whole field down. There's going to be a backup on every tee tomorrow. Man, Keegan. Jay uh, Rose, who I haven't done a bunch i know jordan hasn't played well in a while what was like jordan's no. last good start? rose hasn't played well in a while adam scott's probably the best of that probably group. scott is playing the best golf currently so jay uh jordan missed the cut at the players top 30 at the genesis um played well at eight man jordan hasn't played a lot no oh my god i think i gotta go adam scott here he's played twice since phoenix that's just not a lot of golf. No. Damn. He play, all, all he played in Florida was what? Are he, players. You know, he, he skipped Bay Hill, yeah. Skipped Bay yeah, Hill. he skipped everything but the players. Okay. Uh, I think Adam Scott's probably the smartest pick. Yep. I believe. Like, Jordan obviously has been in this environment a lot with the Ryder Cup, but I think Adam Scott's probably the smart play there. Yep. Um, next group. I know who you're going to take already. I almost don't have to ask you, but I'm asking you anyway. Terrell Hatton, Daniel Berger, Siwoo Kim, Christian Bezadenho. Man, this is one of the matches I have written down, and it's a third round match again. So hopefully, these two guys go into it two and zero. That makes versus- sense that that's a Friday. The top two seeds in each group are going to be Friday. That makes Hatton sense. versus Berger round three. Uh, that's a dream matchup right there. That is a dream. I'm going to go. Is a dream. I'm sorry, the great country of the United States of America. I'm going Daryl Hatton. I clicked it already. I clicked. <laughs> that was the most predictable thing of all time. And Daryl's playing really good golf, which is troublesome. T2 at the Arnold Palmer, T13 at the Players, T21 at the Valspar. Um, I, pick, I picked him here a couple of years ago, and he was in a playoff to get to the Sweet 16, and he didn't make it. And like I thought he was going to like just destroy like every golf club in his bag. Correct. Guy's electric, though. Mm-hmm. Tyrrell Hatton. Tyrrell Hatton. All right. Uh, group 14. Joaquin Neiman, Kevin Na, Russell Henley, and Mav. I love Neiman. Neiman. Bang. Um, this is a little bit of a weird group because the two lower seeds are actually playing decent golf. Their names have been like around a little bit. Yeah. Victor. Willie oh, Z. Yeah, I like this. Willie Z, who... You know I love betting on Will, and I might have to because Scotty Scheffler, you know, he made it to the finals last year. Texas guy, maybe it's all written in the stars that Willie Z wins this week. Mm-hmm. Betting him in a match play event when somebody can just be like, "No, you have to actually putt that two and a half footer because your putting stroke is <laughs> oh, yes, terrible." That's right. He, like, he's no one's going to give him short putts unless he can literally tap it in with his foot. He will not be given a putt if no. if anybody playing him is smart. I would make him putt everything mm-hmm. i am not i'll put everything you don't have to give me we'll just play you got to hit in the hole yeah yeah uh cameron Tringali and sep straka who's like What's weirdly cameron been Tringali? in the mix for like the me- last like month and a half cameron Tringali should withdraw from this event he doesn't deserve to be here you've never won a goddamn turn get out of here cameron Tringali. right yeah so we want obviously sep won the honda he missed the cut yep. the next week at the arnold palmer which understandable you know, partying all week, probably. And then uh, top 10 at the players. 
So he's like weirdly just been kind of like hanging around. Uh, yeah. And then Tringali is not going to win because he can't win. So, no. but I have this written down. One of my favorite matches is the Hovland Zalatoris third round match. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be fun. Those two young guys, but to see Zalatoris on this stage, um, because he's, he's our like, future of Ryder Cup president. Yeah, I want to see how these young guys can do in this setting. And to, he's going to be going against one of the best. This Hovland was lights out at the at the Ryder Cup. Um, but man, between Hovland's chipping and Zalatoris' putting, it's going to be watching like it's going to be very related. It's going to be a discuss. That. That's the thing, like Victor, <laughs> like Will's going to hit borderline every green in regulation, but you don't know if he's going to be able to two putt. Yeah. And then I when Victor I- misses a green, it's going to be like, well, that's a bogey. <laughs> uh, it's juicy it's juicy i like hovland to win this group though. hovland okay i think i agree with you i my heart's I'm, i'll probably bet on will just because i have to now but yeah whatever last group um this is also kind of a weird one kids keith's like been playing some decent golf over the last couple months too patrick cantley sung jm seamus power and keith mitchell uh yeah let's go uh keith mitchell whoa just it's one of those it's one of those brackets where like you, groups where you're like Cantley should go but he was he's not going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keith, uh, Keith top well. fifteen at the players, um, made the cut at the Arnold Palmer, uh, top ten at the Honda. Mm-hmm. He's been playing good golf, man. I wonder. I'm looking up his current form here or his. Uh, does has he ever played here before? Uh, once and he didn't make it to the Sweet Sixteen, but who cares about that? All right, we are in the Sweet 16. Okay. First match, the Saudi international lineup of Patrick Reed and Harold the III. Oh, man. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. <laughs> over the, uh, over the, we'll go over the other side. Sergio, <laughs> Sergio versus Brian Harmon. Uh, Brian Harmon. Oh, Sergio, eat that from the little guy. <laughs> Um, next up, Taylor Gooch, Max Homa, the best, oh. bu- the best buddy matchup who gets out of the friends matchup, Taylor Gooch. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Zurich partners. Okay. Awkward. Big tone versus Alex Noren. Oh man. These matchups. Are- <laughs> uh, Gross. Your top of the thing is disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> uh, Alex Noren. Love that pick. I would have picked yeah. Alex Noren too. That matchup, that matchup is gross. That one that we, I'll <laughs> say in a second. Uh, Scotty Scheffler and Tom Hoagie. Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> to be, dude. God, I forgot you picked Tom Hoagie until two seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> JT, Adam Scott. That's a good matchup. Ooh, that's, a, that's a fun one. Uh, JT. Although, JT, two guys that like sometimes can't putt. So, or yeah. Adam Scott can't putt. JT sometimes can't putt. JT, uh, Terrell Hatton, Keith Mitchell. Terrell Hatton. That next round's amazing. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, Victor. What a matchup that is. Um, that is a great matchup. That is a great match. Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland. Back. All right. Back up. Elite eight. Here we go. Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch. Patrick Reed. Oh, my God. Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Reed's making a run. All right. This is the most random matchup of all time. Brian Harmon versus Alex Noren. Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon. Oh, God. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler versus Terrell Hatton. Great match. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. JT versus Victor. Oh, what a matchup that is. Just a Ryder Cup matchup for the next 10 years right here. JT. JT, gotta go America. 
Okay, all American Final Four. Woo! USA, USA. Pat- Patrick Reed versus Scotty Scheffler. Oh God, Scheffler was the last guy to get into the Ryder Cup team. Patrick Reed was the guy kicked out. They meet in Austin, Texas, for a chance to get to the finals of the match play, and Scotty Scheffler says. Get out of here once again, Patrick Reed. Not for you. Scotty Scheffler wins five and four. Correct. That's the, oh, whoa, an ass kick. That's what I'm saying. Um, Brian Harmon versus Justin Thomas. I said it earlier. (laughs) I said it earlier. This is Brian Harmon's week. The lefty, the hefty lefty. The only lefty still out there playing professional golf, I think, right now. Well, besides Bubba's mother. Bubba Bubba was. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Brian Harmon beats Justin Thomas. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But we'll do it. Uh, third place match. Patrick Reed versus JT. Oh, God. They don't even play because the first tee, they just get into a punching match. <laughs> they don't play. They uh, get in a fist fight. They both get disqualified. <laughs> uh, Justin Thomas wins that. Justin Thomas. Okay. Uh, and then the, the final, this is just unbelievable. The final matchup is Scotty Sheffield versus Brian Armand. Congratulations. Lefties everywhere. Rejoice. The winner of the world match play championship, Brian Harmon, everybody. Brian Harmon wins Andy's bracket. Now we got to see what he has actually to win here. Brian Harmon is plus 10,000 to win. Let's go, Brian Harmon. Shout out Brian Harmon. What a what a bracket. Man, what a what a journey that was. Wow. That was incredible. <sighs> that long ass journey to tell everybody to bet on Brian Harmon is not. <laughs> <laughs> There's some juicy matchups in there. I can't wait to see. Yeah, a couple of these groups are phenomenal. I just want that group five is one of the better groups I've seen in this, like since I've, we, I've started watching this event. Scotty Scheffler, Matty Fitz, Tommy Fleetwood, and Ian Poulter is ridiculous. Oh, I can't wait for that. Like, anybody could win that can't group, and you wouldn't be surprised. You'd just be like, no. oh, yeah. Okay. Because Tommy's playing some golf. Tommy's playing some golf. I might bet on Tommy to win. Poulter versus Scheffler. I can't wait for that Poulter, Scheffler. Are you going to bet Tommy to win that one? No, I might bet him to win the thing. Win the whole damn thing? I might bet on him to win. He made it to the Elite Eight last year. He has three. He has four top twenty twos in his last five starts. Like he's playing mm-hmm. really good golf. Yeah, I mean, oh, and he, he made. And I, this might be 2019, 2018. I don't know. He's made it to this. He came in seventeenth technically a couple years ago. So he did make it. Oh no, he didn't. He came one short. Yeah, he must have won it. He must have lost in a playoff or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're crazy over like Brian Harmon. Crazy. Crazy. You'd be an idiot. <laughs> idiot. Idiot if you didn't bet on Brian Harmon. Oh, man. Moron. I, am jacked, I am jacked up for this a bit. Yeah, this is... I love this one. Are you, you going to bet a lot on individual matches throughout the days? What's your, not... What's your, oh, yeah. For sure. I don't know if I'll, like, give those out to people. No, I'm but, like... I'm going to be active. Yeah. I'm going to be You're going to be active, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be active. I'm going to be active. Uh, no, I'll bet on a lot of groups like for my card later that'll go out today just because it starts tomorrow. A little yeah. early drop for the card, but 
I love betting on the group winners. I think that's fun. Maybe if you're feeling yeah. confident about two or three little par lay them together. Mm -hmm. So it's so much fun about this tournament. Yeah, it's so hard to pick the winner. Like, it's, it's never the hard. Big, the big names you don't want to. It's just hard to do. So Brian Harmon, come on down. Unbelievable. What a pick. I love his putter. His putter is like an old cable box. The putter's the size of him, bro. <laughs> it's huge. It's unbelievable. He's had it in his bag now for like years. Like, if yeah, he, that's just his like, thing. When, yeah. If you show me a putter on the ground, I said, whose putter is that? Oh, it's Brian Harmon's putter. Yeah, the easiest. Like Adam Scott's the guy with like the telephone pole, and Brian yeah. Harmon's the guy with a, a cinder block attached to the end of those putters. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did you play uh, You play golf over the weekend? I did. How'd it go? Well, it ended up with me watching um, a lot of chipping videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not good. It's not good. But what is it with the what is it with the chipping? Do you scull it or do you fat it? Fat it. Yeah. So our our course is really wet around. Like it's just a wet course, and so everything's wet. But I just chunk. I just get in that grass and I chunk it. Uh, but kind of, this might be really golfy golf, but what's your what's the bounce on your wedge? Uh, I think it's an eight. Is it too much? Too little? I, I, earlier today, I meant to Google what's a good wedge bounce for wet, crusty I, grass. I think you want. Now I'm gonna come out as a fake club bro. But, now, but I think you. But want we played. Uh, we played uh, nines, nine points. You know yeah. the game points, and. 16 and 16 and 17 are two very tough holes on our golf course. Mm -hmm. I parred both of them, getting a getting a stroke on each to take 10 points and to win the points. So like when it mattered most, you got it done. I had like six pars on Saturday, I had a couple of bad holes, but uh when it mattered most, I stood up. And yeah, you want you want more bounce in wet conditions. More bounce. So um yeah, so I don't know. I don't know the total range of of uh, bounces. I don't think eight's like uh, a ton, but I also don't think eight's like tiny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think eight is pretty standard. Yeah. But if you're gonna play Florida all the time, it might be a a good idea to invest in like a wedge with. It might be also a a good idea to buy a wedge that's not from 1874. This is a very old wedge, <laughs> but it's got zip grooves in it. I've had this wedge forever. <laughs> It's 56 degree with 14 bounce. I mean, that's borderline holding up a wooden club, what you just showed me. That's a Cleveland wedge from 1974. CG14. Cleveland makes great wedges. No, they do, but I mean, like, you got to upgrade a wedge at some point. What, what, what can they really do to a wedge? It's just, you know, they can't make drastic changes to a wedge. It's just. No, it's not, it's not the technology in the wedge. It's like the grooves and the bounce and that kind of stuff. Okay. You mean. Sometimes I use my uh, rocket balls. Three wood from around the greens? No, this is my three uh, three hybrid rocket balls. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I know. I went to the all all winter. I was hitting it really good in the simulator, and then I went to the range and had the shanks again. Oh, and no. Then, um, and then I was like, man, that is really weird. Like, why, why do I have the shanks again? That's very strange. And then I took a video of my swing, and I'm like, oh, that's why I have the shanks. I'm staying too close, <laughs> I'm staying too close to the ball. So then yeah. I went to the range down the street from me. There's like a little like nine hole like pitch and putt course. That's really fun. Like every hole is like 60 to 80 yards and there's a range and a putting green. So that's where I get my work in. Nice. So I went over there and I just like 
put my arms a little bit further away from my body and I was fine. So if anybody out there has the shanks, just reach your arms out a little bit more to a comfortable spot and then you won't have the shanks anymore. Smart. You won't. What, what a dumb game. It's a stu- I And by a little, I literally mean, I don't know. It can't be a centimeter of difference. Oh, last Wednesday night, we had our first uh, scramble. Every Wednesday night at our club, we have a Wednesday night scramble. You know, nine Damn. hole scramble. That's fun. It was fun. And uh, we went out and we shot six under 30 and we each won $19. Hell yeah. We won it. I birdied from off the green. I had two birdie putts for our teams. Uh, it was just, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Played. I didn't have to chip, so that was good. Hell yeah. I like those scrambles. Hell yeah. Love that. I think that's it. Good oh, I changed. I changed my. Uh, I changed my putting grip. Actually. Ooh. Yeah, I made a. I made a little. Um, I made a video. Or I filmed myself for a video. Um, for social or whatever for golf week of like a bunch of different um golf grips, and I was just you know yeah. messing around with a bunch of them, and then I took a video of my stroke with like the Spieth grip, the left hand low, and I'm like, my putting grip is or my putting strokes never looked better than that. So I just started using it. And oh, your grip grip, not like your yeah, grip. no, 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 my like my physical grip on the off. golf club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, a very, I'm a I'm a speed guy now. Interesting. I could never do that leftover. I can't. I, can't I love that. it. Love it. I'm a very good putter. I'm a very good putter. Maybe. Are you serious? Or is that sarcastic? No, I'm being dead serious. Oh, oh okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'll roll in a nine foot. If I need to roll in a nine footer for par to tie you on a hole, I will roll that nine footer. Like Kevin Kisner. Yeah, and I'll talk. I'll talk some serious shit too. I, I like that a lot. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Got anything yeah. else before? We no. Let's go golf. We got Wednesday. We have uh, tomorrow. So much fun. So many matches tomorrow. Yeah. So was it the uh, so the one seed, the highest seeds are playing the lowest seeds tomorrow? Is that yeah, what one, tomorrow is? One so four. Like we'll, get, um, two, we'll get John Rahm, Sebastian Munoz, Brooks Kepka, Eric Van Royen, Bryson DeChambeau versus Richard Bland. Let me tell you something. If Richard Bland beats Bryson DeChambeau tomorrow, yeah, we might have to record a podcast that so I can just <laughs> go on like a twenty-minute rant. Uh, DJ Mackenzie Hughes, Maddie Fitz versus Tommy Fleetwood tomorrow is going to be awesome. That's a good one. I'm just looking at the matchups real quick. Uh, Spieth Keegan, the first one out. Spieth Keegan, uh, Adam Scott, Justin Rose will be a good one. Kind of like too old little, that last generation, yeah. Yeah. Mm, who else? There's not like a bunch. I mean, Louis versus Alex Noren will be a good one just because Noren's playing like really good golf right now. Yeah, the juicy ones. Answer Bubba ones. Watson's going to be a good one. That'll be good. Last time we saw Answer in a match play, was it the President's Cup? Uh, I think he probably he probably played but in this like event this, since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the Tiger putt. Yeah. I remember when someone edited that video to make it look yeah. like he like walked away right away. People like believe that's what actually happened. Like there's, not golf people. They were like, did he really do that? There's so many people on the internet that believe like on Twitter that believe everything like those, the, 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 the uh, in arena, like cams that they do now, or like obviously the teams like set like a couple up to like do kiss cam and like something mm-hmm. like wacky happens. And there was like, Oh, he must've dumped right after that. Like it's the fakest goddamn thing in the world. Like the other day they had a kiss cam. Where a guy and a girl, like they, they were, there's a seat in between them, and there's a guy and a girl, and they show them, and they're like, "Oh, we don't know each other, but all right, let's kiss." They kiss, and they come back to that that couple like a minute later with a kiss cam, and the guy, the boyfriend, sits in the middle and puts his arm around the girl, 
And everyone's like, oh, you didn't know they just kissed. Like, <laughs> that is the fakest fucking thing in the world. If you if you think that video is real, you should have your voting. You can't vote anymore. <laughs> you can't vote anymore. You're not responsible. You're not smart enough to make decisions. And like all the comments on Twitter were like, oh, my God. You, did anyone tell him? I'm like, God. <laughs> and the other day, the Hawks had one where their mascot went around to this woman and her engagement ring and tested to see if it was a real diamond. And yeah. it wasn't. And so she took it off and walked out. And everyone's like, oh, she told and like, no, that's, that's the fakest goddamn thing on the planet. Stop buying into this I shit. Did, I did see that one. Everyone. Is, I'm like, not no one could have believed. And everyone was like, unbelievable. Wow. Twitter's a funny space. The dumbest place in the world. It's funny. Dumbest. Are you, are you a, uh, do you watch the Sox? Yes. Are you a Sox fan? I know you're from up here. I just didn't know if you were like a Sox guy. I like the Sox, yeah. I like I like watching playoff baseball more than regular season baseball, but I keep track of the I keep track of the standings a couple times a week during the season. Mm-hmm. Keep my eyes on scores. Uh, I can't. Well, now I can watch Sunday night baseball because A Rod's not on it anymore this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I, I, I keep tabs on. It. Then once playoffs start, I don't miss a pitch. I know I'm getting older because like I'll sit down and watch the Sox every night, and then also watch yeah. golf, just like the two most. Yeah, that's what See, my summer was, consists of. Yeah, when I lived back in Boston, like, yeah, it was. It's nice to throw the Sox game on in the background, or just you know have it on, yeah. watch it. But I've lived outside of Boston for so long, and I lived in LA where they just didn't have Dodgers games on TV. True. So is LA like the fakest fan environment of all time? It's not, the fans that like their teams are passionate. It's just because like the Dodgers had they could only be seen on Spectrum, so like, you had to have Spectrum to watch them. So it'd be like if the Red Sox were only on like cable vision, like you had direct TV. Like oh, it was, it was absurd that that was allowed to happen. Like Boston fans would have just gone crazy and burned. Oh, the state would have burned down. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the LA fans out there, like their teams, like the Kings have a lot of fans in LA, like real hockey fans that get hockey. Dodgers have good fans, Rams, but yeah, it's I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I would like to shit on LA fans, but they're not bad. Not bad. No, I was going to say because the Sox picked up Trevor Story the other day. Our infield's loaded now. Yeah, I had to Google his name and figure out who he oh, was. Oh, you didn't know who he was? No, he's no. fucking no, sick. He's going, to be, he's going to be bat flipping all over the monster. It's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. But I think golf related, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. I think too. so. Don't believe everything you see on Twitter. Yeah, that's the message of the story today. Go, Brian Harmon. Shout out, Brian Harmon. Um, my bet for everybody that, uh, wants my bets for whatever reason are going to be up on my Twitter later. And then, um, I think that's it. Let's go. Let's go. Shout out Brian Harmon. Enjoy the match play everybody this week. It's going to be a very fun week. It's going to be a long week Wednesday to Sunday, just a lot of golf, but enjoy it. And, uh, we'll be back next week to recap it. And then we got the Valero, which is boring as shit. And then, um, we're two weeks away from recording probably the longest podcast in the history of Twilight Nine. So, bastard, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. Enjoy the week, everybody. We'll talk to you. See you. See ya.